As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. It's the most jam-packed weekend of soccer I can remember, so much so that we expanded the draft. Jeff Reuter is here to join me in picking eight games to watch this weekend from The Athletic. I'm Alex Abnos, and this is Soccer Every Day for the weekend of Friday, October 14th. Welcome to the weekend draft here on Soccer Every Day. It's where myself and a colleague take a look at the upcoming weekend of games and then go back and forth draft style to assemble teams of three games per person and then see who made the better picks after a week. Now, I usually do this with my co-editor, Brooks Peck, but since he's feeling under the weather today, I have a more than capable substitute in my colleague, staff writer, Jeff Reuter. Jeff, how are you doing today, man? I am upright. It's been been a crazy (laughs) week at the Athletic Soccer. Uh, Another one. (laughs) <laughs> another one but i'm doing great i'm just here sitting on the floor petting a dog it doesn't get much better than that amazing what better situation to be in uh for drafting a bunch of games for the upcoming absolutely jam-packed weekend i know those that listen to this uh know will, will know that i say this almost every weekend but i really must emphasize right here at the start that this is a truly insane weekend of soccer uh, just an avalanche of really, really good, really important games. We obviously have playoffs in MLS and NWSL coming up, in addition to just kind of a jam-packed European slate. I feel like they did this on purpose just to make this episode very hard to do. Uh, <laughs> but because of that, we are going to expand our selections this week to four games per person, because I think there are more than enough games to sustain it. Um, before we get to that, though, I want to take a very, very quick look at the picks that Brooks and I made last week. And I'll start off by saying that I'm going to just go ahead and declare myself the winner last week by default. <laughs> because Brooks, I don't know if you listen to this, Jeff, but like Brooks picked all of Decision Day as one pick, as like his top overall pick. It was not Ridiculous, a good Decision Day. <laughs> to- totally out of line, disqualifying in my opinion. Yes. Uh, his other picks didn't help his case much. They were Man City versus Southampton. Uh, he wanted to watch uh, Erling Holland because he's on incredible form, which he is. And he did get a goal in this game, but it was just one, one in a 4-0 in a win. Meh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's a bad day for Erling Holland these days. It really yeah. is. 
Yeah, and then his other one was uh, AC Milan versus Juventus. This was a 2-0 win for Milan, which extended a very bad start to the season for Juve. We might talk a little bit more about them later. Um, but I don't know. You know, that was that was all right. Yeah. But we've well, we've That's got tame. basically we've got an, an, an illegal pick, a totally <laughs> mad game, and then Milan versus Juventus, which is all right. My picks, though, I am honestly very, very happy with this because my first overall was Dortmund versus Bayern, Der Klassiker. That was Great an, pick. A, yeah. an incredible game. I'm, you know, completely worth the top overall pick. Anthony Modeste had a 95th minute, 95th minute equalizer. Kingsley Coman had what everybody thought was a 90th minute winner for <laughs> Bayern. Oliver Kahn was very, very angry. In the <laughs> I stands. loved that <laughs> reaction so much. <laughs> it was so good. It feels like, I mean, it has been years, but it was like, that was like a fixture of like when I was first really getting into soccer was seeing Oliver Kahn angry face. Like it would have been a meme oh, yeah. had memes been a thing when he was playing. And it was, uh, <laughs> lo and behold, Oliver Kahn angry face managed to become a meme, albeit up in the director's box rather than on the field. My other pick, uh, second overall, was Brighton versus Tottenham. Eh, not happy yeah. with this pick. It was 1-0 uh, Harry Kane goal in the 22nd minute. Even the Spurs fan sites, one uh, uh, headline I saw described this as a, quote, professional but unexceptional win. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that doesn't make me feel too good about it. But my third pick was Arsenal versus Liverpool. This was an incredible game, back and forth yeah. stuff. Bukayo Sako had the winning, uh, had the winning penalty. Saka, not Sako. Uh, I should probably pronounce his name correctly. And Arsenal won three two. Um, do you agree with with my uh, decisive win uh, in this particular competition? Jeff? I do. And Brooks, illegal or otherwise, did you a big favor? I think by taking all of decision day out of your uh, options because it was a pretty underwhelming decision day. So I think by default, um, by you not having to pick a KG one one draw in Major League Soccer last weekend. Yeah, I, I think it pretty handily was Alex's weekend. All right. Well, I let's that that's a great way to get started. Uh usually, you know, I would say that the queer winner would get first pick, but because you weren't no, competing last it. week. Go no, for no, no, it. But but also we, we need to we need I'm, to we need to Okay. All right. There all right, are too fine, many fine. good games I, this week. Will, I'm fine with this. <laughs> that's true. Um in that case, let's go ahead and get started again. Jam-packed slate. I have 13 games on my big board. I usually like try to keep it to about six. So this yeah. is like double. Um, and it, you know, considering the European slate, I feel kind of crazy picking one of the MLS playoff games, albeit those are usually crazy as my number one overall pick. But yeah. I am going to pick CF Montreal versus Orlando City SC Ooh, as my yeah. number one overall pick. That will be on ESPN on Sunday at 8 p.m., uh, this may end up being a gigantic reach. However, I think the chaos potential for this game is higher than any other game anywhere, really, in the world. I'm, you know, I'm not 100% convinced it'll be a thriller, but Orlando <laughs> did take part in the craziest MLS playoff game ever just a couple of years ago. And okay. it's, uh, you know, a lot of the same players are still around. They also have added to that Facundo Torres, who is capable of changing games on his own. Extremely fun to watch. Montreal is extremely good, but they're not so good that I think this, you know, won't be competitive. And moreover, this is the only MLS playoff game this weekend. We have Monday games as well, but the only MLS playoff game this weekend that's in primetime. So the lights will be mm -hmm. on at Stade Saputo uh, in Montreal. That stadium is awesome when it's full and rocking. Uh, it's a rare chance to see Montreal, like a uh, Montreal home game on a national stage in the United States. There's just a lot of reasons to want to tune into this. And I'm really, really excited and happy that I was able to nab it with my number one overall pick. 
Uh, let's send it over to you, Jeff. Um, I mean, then I might as well, oh man, uh, this is already hard because there's a little gamesmanship <laughs> with this. And this isn't one of those where I'm like, okay, Alex has picked his one MLS game. There's no chance he'll have another one because it's playoff time. Um, I and could. so you could, you could. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick the best game of the Premier League over the weekend. You've got Leeds United against Arsenal, um, which I think is just like the most watchable of the matchups, especially for an, a, a neutral American perspective. I think that Arsenal on the ascendancy has been you know, good for the league. I would say, I think it's been interesting, especially the way they're going about it, you know, attractive style of play, young British core. Um, they've been fun. They've been a lot of fun to watch. Matt, Matt Turner won't start, but he looked very good in the Europa league. It should be said. Um, I think FOTMOP gave him the man of the match award. So he's been looking good, but he will not supplant Aaron Ramsdale anytime soon. And that's okay because there are plenty of Americans in this game on the other side of the fixture. And so you've got the Jesse Marsh factor. You've got Brendan Aronson, Tyler Adams still trying to get in top form ahead of the world cup, which is always useful. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's interesting because for all of the talk about how fun Leeds has been to watch or how interesting and like unmissable, they haven't been great. They're 14th right now. Yeah. And uh, I think they will see this as an opportunity at home to be able to take some points off of the league leaders to, to kind of show that this is trending in the right direction, that, um, you know, it's more than just the aesthetic, but there's also quality to it. So it's a big one at Ellen Road. Um, and I think it'll be one that's definitely worth watching at nine o'clock Eastern on Peacock. On uh, that is Saturday, Sunday, yeah, Sunday, sorry. Sunday. That, yeah. That'll be on Sunday. Uh, I think it's interesting that you think that's the best uh, Premier League game of the weekend, uh, but we can get more yeah, into that a little bit I do. Bit I know we'll have to talk about it with your pick. I know. I know. Um, I, know I know. That is not going to be my next pick, though. <laughs> okay, uh, good. It's actually, I, I feel actually kind of crazy that we've gotten two games into this, and I, Real Madrid-Barcelona is like still sitting right there, and I'm going to pick it. It's it was uh, this El or Clasico. that for me. Yeah. Now, now yeah. Granted, granted, this is not you know, the El Clasico that dominated uh, much of the previous decade with two of the best players in the world going head to head. However, these two teams are still top of La Liga right now. This is still going to really be a table setter for the remainder of the season there. Uh, You also have, you know, everything that's going on with Barcelona right now, the nonstop (laughs) soap opera. Um, Xavi basically saying after their recent Champions League performance that he wants the team to just completely stay focused on winning the league because it's now very, very unlikely they'll get out of their group. I don't think it's mathematical yet, but it's it's close. I think Um, it would take like two Inter Milan face plants and Barcelona (laughs) winning both of their games. And that would include the the game against Poulsen um, for Milan. So it's not happening. Yeah, it's probably not happening. Uh, this is on Sunday at 1015 a.m. It is on ESPN Deportes or ESPN Plus if you want to watch in English. these two teams are tied on points. Barcelona is going to be weirdly wearing the Drake logo on their shirts instead of the Spotify logo, which I don't love. Uh, for many reasons, you for, don't For many it. reasons. <laughs> you know, personally, not a huge Drake fan. If you're a Drake fan out there, sorry. Uh, but it's well, also just weird. It's just weird. <laughs> it, reminds me of, it reminds me of a couple years ago, of a couple years ago, more than a couple years ago. It was probably like a decade or more. Atletico Madrid uh, wore for a season a rotating array of movie titles on their uh, as their right. front of shirt sponsor because I, I their their sponsor was like a movie studio so they had like hellboy on one of them and like the spider-man logo on one of them it reminds me a little bit of that uh which is kind of yeah. weird and uh it's might be very, interesting to see it's very des moines menace who is sponsored by frito-lay and every year frito-lay tells them which of their products is on the front of the jersey so one year it's the doritos year then it's the flaming hot cheetos year and, um <laughs> i love it i love it so much it, it, also, it works a lot better at that at the amateur American level. <laughs> yeah, and I think it does at one of the top clubs in the world, uh, at least on notability. But you do you. Yeah, I mean, and 
in addition to all of that, there are still great players on the field. You have this sort of new young Barcelona contingent in Gavi and Pedri. You have Robert Lewandowski there. He's been scoring just fine for Barcelona. You have Karim Benzema on the other end. Modric, Kroos, all the players that you know and love are still there. I think it's going to be a really, really exciting game, even if it doesn't quite have the two biggest stars in the world power that it did not that long ago. Jeff, what's your third pick? Or sorry, your second third? pick. Second pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Second pick. Um, let's... Uh... Let's bring us into the NWSL for a second here, um, nice. who also have their playoffs starting this weekend. And I'm going to go with a 3-6 matchup between San Diego Wave FC and the Chicago Red Stars. Um, Red Stars snuck in on the final day. They were, of course, one of the clubs, um, which has been under serious turmoil, as most have for the last year and a half, um, sure. you know, with more details of the Brewery Dames era coming out in the Sally Yates investigation. Um, but they were able to withstand a very difficult final day of the season, um, you know, to get a, a very big win, um, to get their place in the playoffs and, and to try to make a triumphant run back to the final, which they were in last year and lost to the Washington spirit. They've got Morgan Trout back from injury. She missed most of the season and has been so important to their midfield. Um, you know, name Morgan Bryan for people who maybe yeah. haven't been paying attention where she's at in her club career or her uh, marital status. <laughs> um, but um, you know, her return to the lineup has been huge. Mallory Pugh, of course, has been one of the MVP candidates of the year for the NWSL. Um, so I, I think that that's a good Sunday night weekend cap. It's at 10 o'clock Eastern um, as it is being played in California. So it's a good one for Central Time Zone, 9 o'clock and Sunday, you're home anyway. Um, but I think that, you know, Pugh versus Morgan, Alex Morgan, that is, of course, is going to be a, a very good striker matchup up top. And it, it's a couple of teams that, you know, might be a little bit closer than, uh, than than people would have thought in the table. So I'm picking that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You said you mentioned Alex Morgan. I just have to say that you might not have seen this because this happened like literally as we were coming on. Alex Morgan, a doubt for this game with an injury, the same injury Ooh. that kept her out of the uh, of the USA, England and Spain friendlies. Uh, it's not 100 percent yet. She's, you know, potentially going to try to make it. But she is uh, certainly an injury worry for the wave. Uh, in addition to Taylor Korniak. Uh, both of whom are very important players for them. Yeah, uh, the wave will also be. <laughs> yeah, the wave will also be completely without Abby Dalkemper uh, in defense. Uh, Casey Stoney saying that she's basically 100 percent out, which increases the chances for the Red Stars in this one. I like that pick uh, a lot, so. Jeff. Jeez, um, all right, third overall. Basically, so so this is where I have to really consider. <laughs> You know, what's what's the biggest game in the world of soccer and what's the biggest game for my slanted American view of soccer? And I think I'm just going to have to go the American route. 
good, but no, also I'm bad not, for my. Sorry, big I can't do it. I can't do okay, it. I can't okay, leave okay, Liverpool, fine. Man City off uh, completely off the board at this point. Fine. It feels very basic, but I guess I'll just be <laughs> basic today. Uh, Sunday at 11:30 a.m. Liverpool versus Man City. This is going to be on USA Network and Telemundo if you prefer to watch in Spanish. This is probably not quite the matchup we were anticipating at the start of the season that it has been for the past two or three seasons. Man City looking stronger by far. That said. This is a big chance for Liverpool to get their season back on track. They'll be at home. It'd be a decent place to start with a win over Man City. I don't know. It's always just a very interesting tactical battle. I know we'll have lots of coverage on the athletic of this of this game. Yeah, I feel pretty good about it being at the, at the very least competitive and exciting. So yeah. I feel all right about about having this as my number three. I think it's fine. I'm just bored. I think at this point, yeah, I'm just bored I feel of Liverpool, too. Man City. I feel yeah, that too. and it's like Liverpool is like at least they're going through a down year, so there's some intrigue about are they going to be able to turn it around? Is this a statement game for them where they're able to get top four qualification dreams back on track? Um, they certainly looked quite good midweek in the Champions League, but huh, I just I, I know I knew I was supposed to pick that instead of Leeds versus Arsenal. I know I was, but I didn't yeah. want to. I really didn't, and I think that's, that's what fine. this comes down to. This is what I want to watch. So selfishly, sure, if I'm telling you the best games of the week, Alex is right. But if I'm telling you the ones that I would rather watch just because it's something different, I stick by my pick. There are certainly allowed to be many different strategies for draft building, <laughs> uh, building through the draft, as uh, as we like to talk about in American <laughs> sports all the time. Uh, so, Jeff, what's your third pick? Uh, I cover MLS. I should probably pick MLS here, huh? Um, you can do whatever you want. I can do whatever I want, which I did and have. Um, it's true. You know, I, maybe maybe I should just drop back down over to the second division of Brazil and really, really zero in on what Gremio is up to these days. But I think instead what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to go LA Galaxy versus Nashville, um, which I think is is one of those just like really good MLS playoff matchups where it's two teams that were preseason favorites. Both of them had kind of up and down years. Um, Ricky Pouge has been just huge for the galaxy to make up for what on the day of the signing looked like a bad DP acquisition of Douglas Costa. Um, and, and now finally Chicharito has someone who can take some pressure off of him and be able to facilitate in the midfield, but also be confident with, say, a penalty kick, which has been an issue for the Galaxy down the stretch, and certainly for Chicharito Hernandez. Um, on the other side, you have the um, what I would say is the anointed MVP um, with Hani Mukhtar, uh, who I think just edges it over Sebastian Driussi on the home stretch and on consistency across the entire season. Um He's been involved with, uh, what is it, something like 39 of 51 goals, 38 of 51 goals for Nashville this year. Between his goals and assists, that's just unbelievable. Um, And Nashville, while known under Gary Smith to be a pretty good defensive team, really struggles on set pieces. Chicharito likes feasting on set pieces. So there's just these little game-within-the-game moments that I think make it very interesting. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I think this is uh, a tough one to pick. I think I ended up going with Nashville in my column, just on yeah. the Mukhtar factor, but um, the column I do with Pablo Maru now again. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say that that is one that's definitely worth watching in the West. Definitely a solid pick. And if anybody hasn't checked out the column that uh, Jeff and Pablo do, they'll be doing <laughs> it throughout the playoffs. They have the first edition out already, just sort of setting up the playoff matchups and making some picks. And they'll be back with more after these games are done after Monday. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and make my fourth pick here. It feels crazy to make a fourth pick and still have so many great, great, great <laughs> games uh, on the board. 
Uh, however, I haven't dipped in the, into the NWSL uh, slate yet, and I'm going to do it now. Uh, Sunday at 5 p.m., Houston Dash versus Kansas City Current. Yeah. This will be on Paramount Plus and on Twitch for anybody watching uh, anywhere that isn't the United States. Uh, this is interesting for a number of reasons. Um, it's Houston Dash's uh, first appearance in the playoffs uh, for quite some time. Yeah. Um, and they are expecting 15,000 plus for this game. They're almost certainly going to break their attendance record. It'll be their, their largest ever crowd. Um, so that's obviously amazing to see. Um, and they have a great stadium there in downtown Houston. So it's always better to see great stadiums filled up, which it hasn't been really for either Houston team uh, in MLS or in NWSL very often. Absolutely. Anymore. Um, and as for the current, you know, I'm a native Kansas Cityan, so I got to hype them up a little bit. They've been really, really resilient this season. They've had some major, major injuries, including to like Williams, Sam, Sam Mewis, like players that they yeah. traded for and expected to be cornerstones of the team and just ended up not being able to play at all. Um, right. I have to hype up Loia Labanta a lot. She's been amazing. She's the heart and soul of this team. Her goal celebrations are a sight to behold. <laughs> Um, and, yeah. <laughs> and really, really fun to watch. So I think this has potential to be a really, really exciting one. And once again, that'll be it's on Sunday at 5 p.m. on Paramount Plus or Twitch if you're watching internationally. Um, yeah, I was randomly going through. I don't remember what it was. I was on some wiki rabbit hole as I was writing a piece and ended up in the NWSL draft history and was looking back at, you know, how low Lola Bond was taken. Um Really, really good career for her already. And, and all know? she's done is play like consistently every game, yeah. every season, forever, and be like really, really great. Yeah. In all of them. Um, Scouting whether college. It's Royals, whether it's with with the Royals in Utah or yeah, uh, since they moved with the current, uh, it's been it's been a sight to see. Yeah, yeah. Scouting college soccer, not something American pro clubs are necessarily very good at. <laughs> Who knew? Um, <laughs> I think so. Fourth pick here. Man, I could go a fifth round. I could go a sixth on this one. Um, I'm trying to decide, do I do I keep it pretty domestic focus here? But I'll give another European watch um, just because we need some morning content, I think, to supplement on some of this. And so um, going back to the Sunday morning slate, which unfortunately already includes a couple of games we picked, but that's okay because Union Berlin is hosting Borussia Dortmund um, on ESPN Plus like at, 11.30, at 11.30 on Sunday Eastern time. Um, round 10 of the Bundesliga, Union Berlin are still top of the table. No one would have seen that coming. I think that there were, as much as neutrals loved Dirk Klassiker's ending, I don't think anyone in the world enjoyed it as much as Union Berlin, as it kept um, points off the board for both Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund, who will always perennially be seen as title favorites. So they are still sitting top of the table, two points above Freiburg and four points ahead of Bayern and Dortmund. Um, they are at home Jordan, Jordan Pifak has, you know, continued to look very good for club form. I think that at this point, you know, his U.S. Men's National Team, you know, World Cup hopes are, are definitely one of the main storylines of this roster. As much of the roster otherwise seems settled, the striker position will be a main area of focus. So that's one to watch. Um, Marco Royce is hurt for Dortmund, which usually means Gio Reyna is going to get some good minutes and play in maybe a more important central role. Um, which would be nice to see uh, see him get some run out if he's healthy um, and if he's able to go any amount of time. Um, but I think in general, it's just it's another one of those very good top of the table Bundesliga clashes um, and a pretty good chance to check out Jordan Pivak against a very, very top level opponent to see what he is going to be capable of. You know, we, we made our collective big boards. Uh, you know, we didn't collaborate on these at all. But so far, every <laughs> game you've picked so far has been on mine. With the exception of that one, that was not on my list at all, and Ooh. I have 13 games here, so that's that's a really really good pick, and not okay. one I had even registered was was taking place this weekend. Uh, we have 
no small number of honorable mentions uh, that we can run through very, very quickly here at the end. We try to do this a little bit quicker than this normally, but there are just too many, too damn many yeah. games uh, this weekend. That's right. Uh, I'm going to start off with one that uh, nearly escaped my attention as well, but I think is definitely worth at least mentioning, which is on Saturday at 8 a.m., Blythe Spartans versus Wrexham. You can watch an, a Wrexham game on American TV live. It'll be on ESPN2. This is in the FA Cup. This is a, you know, we're into the very, very early rounds of the FA Cup. Early round FA Cup games, personally, are just like my favorite soccer games in the world. Yeah, um, same. Yeah. And so if you have been watching Welcome to Wrexham on FX and following the whole ownership uh, story with Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney, here's your chance uh, to, to watch Wrexham on live US TV. It's not going to come out, come around very often. One interesting note, their last game before this one was a 7-5 win over Barnett. 7-5! Incredible scoreline. I hope we get something similar uh, there. In addition to that, uh, two more European games I'll mention on Sunday at 2.45 p.m. Incredible that we didn't talk about this at all in detail, but PSG is playing Olympique Marseille, Le Classique. <laughs> this is going yeah. to be on BN Sports. Marseille is just three points behind PSG. Messi and Mbappe potentially out for PSG. Mbappe is more likely to play. Messi is probably not going to want to risk anything at all this close to the World Cup. No. Uh, and then on Saturday at, at noon, Torino versus Juventus, the Turin Derby. I think it has it's the Derby de la Mole or Mole. I I, I don't think it's Mole. Anyway, um, yeah. Juventus is off to a bad start, as I mentioned earlier in this ep- in this episode. Losing to their crosstown rivals would be very very bad indeed. Uh, and especially since Torino would pass Juve in the table if they win this particular game. Also, Juve hasn't lost to Torino since 2015, and that's the only Ooh. loss they've had versus Torino in their last 32 league games against each other. You know so, what that tells me, Alex? What? They're due. They're <laughs> it due. feels like They're one of those stats due. that you always hear when a bad team is about to do a thing that's historically um, unprecedented. It feels like one of those, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, it's also, we haven't even mentioned this at all yet. It's playoff time in Liga Mekis as well. It's Ligia time. Saturday yep. at 7 p.m., Monterrey versus Cruz Azul. This will be on Fox Sports 2 and Fox Deportes. The first leg of this finished nil-nil. Monterrey finished second in the regular season. Cruz Azul can pull an upside uh, here if they manage to get a win away from home. They finished mid-table. And then, of course, we have the two other MLS games. Saturday at 12 p.m., the very first one, New York Red Bulls versus FC Cincinnati. And Sunday at 3 p.m., Austin FC versus Real Salt Lake. Both of those should be actually great games, um, yeah. but yeah. just just didn't just didn't make the final final cut of eight. Um, I should note that Austin versus Real Salt Lake is going to be on ABC, big ABC. So a lot of people Ooh. are going to be watching that one. And uh, Austin has Sebastian Giriusi. RSL is just one of those teams that can ugly up a game and and end up winning. They've done it two of the past uh, three playoff years. And uh, Red Bulls FC Cincy, I don't know, like. Who knows? Right, <laughs> Any, right. Anything could happen that's, in, the, in, that's, in that game. Yeah, to me, that's the least predictable game of the entire MLS playoff first round, and I love it for it. So that was also on my big board. Monterey Cruz Azul was also on my big board. A lot of your picks were also on my big board. Um, but I think that the one game that was missing was Atalanta versus Sassuolo, um, which is going to be on Saturday afternoon at 2.45 Eastern. Um Atalanta is one of two remaining unbeaten teams in Serie A and is just behind Napoli at the top of the table by virtue of one fewer win and one more draw. Um, they've been doing it in a way that is maybe a little bit more pragmatic, only 14 goals scored in nine games, but only five allowed. Um, so they've been very stingy. Sassuolo is in the top 10 right now. They're 3-3-3, three, 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 um, which is just a nice symmetrical um, 
you know, record. And so I have to reward that with extra points. So that is another game that's worth watching. And, and honestly, um, don't, don't feel guilty if you go outside and just take a walk at some point this week. No, you should feel guilty. You should feel very guilty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Of course, Jeff is right. Real quick recap of our teams. Jeff chose Leeds versus Arsenal, uh, San Diego Way versus Chicago Red Stars, Galaxy versus Nashville, and Union Berlin versus Dortmund. And my picks were Montreal versus Orlando, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Liverpool, Man City, and the Kansas City Current versus Houston Dash. Jeff, Mm. we've gone 25 minutes. I think it's time for us to go. Thank you so much for helping me out today. Anytime. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks so much for listening. This show is produced by Mike Zerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic and listening in the app. Enjoy the games this weekend and happy soccer to you all. Hey, baseball fans. This is Derek Van Riper. Now that spring training games are underway, opening day is just a few weeks away. Eno Saris and I have been getting ready for the season all winter on Rates and Barrels. Whether you're a seasoned fantasy player, a baseball stats junkie, or just someone who wants to learn more about the game, join us for four episodes each week this season, including our new Friday live stream with former big leaguer Trevor May. Check out the live stream on Fridays at 1 o'clock Eastern on the Rates and Barrels YouTube channel, or listen to the show wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including the ad-free option on the Athletic app.